Good evening. When I agreed to preach this week, I was really confident that I was going to take this weird, strange passage where Jesus calls this Canaanite woman a dog and solve it for you all. Um, I even had the thought that I might come up here to the theme song from Ghostbusters, but instead when I get to the part where it goes, who are you gonna call? I was just gonna shout out youth pastor instead of Ghostbusters and then blow your minds. Um, but as I've um, reflected on this passage this week, the direction I wanted to take it, which was to use um, the historical context to dive into the, the Greek of the words that Jesus is saying there to kind of um, make an excuse for Jesus, all kind of seemed to fall away to this central thought that I kept having, which was that no matter what you say about this passage historically or from the original language, you're still forced to reconcile the fact that in order for this Canaanite woman to receive healing, she has to accept her status as being less than. And I found that to be fairly profound. So I thought what I might do instead is to take a different approach to this text. One in which I, or we, center the faith of this woman instead of trying to rationalize what Jesus is doing. To take this woman who is on the margins in the story and historically and put her into the center as an example for what it means to live a life of not just any faith, but bold faith. You know, it's, it's interesting to me because the first thing that I notice about the Canaanite woman is the way in which Matthew decides to depict her in his gospel. He's retelling this story from Mark's gospel and Matthew makes these slight changes to it where he's invoking these kind of ancient enemies of Israel and the Jewish people. Um, the, the prime example of this is that in Mark's gospel, uh, he uses the term Syrophoenician woman to describe the woman. Uh, but in Matthew's gospel, he opts for a more derogatory term, uh, a Canaanite woman. Um, any reader of this would have immediately recognized the Canaanites as Israel's um, oldest and most hated enemy. Um, and Matthew makes a bunch of these different changes and sets up this Canaanite woman, this woman to be the villain of the sword. And his audience would have seen these slight hints that he's throwing and expected Jesus to do exactly what Jesus does, to rebuke Israel's ancient enemy and to send her away packing. And that's exactly what does happen. Um, when I think of that, I can almost imagine Matthew's audience hearing this story for the first time and kind of cheering Jesus on as he rebukes this woman. But then this unexpected twist happens this twist where the, this woman refuses to take the boundary, the, the border, the, the restrictive phrase that Jesus has placed upon her as a no. 
Instead, she sees it as an opening and an opportunity to engage in dialogue and debate. She sees it to, as an opportunity to do one of the most Jewish things possible, which is to wrestle with God. I think that is incredibly beautiful. I think it's beautiful for a lot of reasons. Um, but the biggest one that comes to mind is that this woman is going for it all that she refuses to give up, that she won't throw in the towel and she'll push back against anything and everything. It reminds me that a life of faith, a life of living out my faith boldly, is not to get sucked into the routines and pillars and institutions that we've erected, to not just see my life as a series of waypoints on a track of faith, where I am coming to church, I'm getting baptized, I'm getting confirmed, I am receiving the Eucharist, I'm doing all of the things I'm expected to do. Instead, it's to go deeper than that, to ask the questions that I'm too scared to ask, to push back when I hear the answer is no, but my heart is telling me yes, to crave, to hunger and thirst for Jesus, so much so that I am willing to accept my status as a dog. The boldness of this woman is incredible to me. And we can talk all about the messiness of Jesus's words. The fact that it seems like Jesus changes his mind, all of these weird things that come up. And I'd love to talk about them. Please come find me after. But what stands out to me the most is that I want to live a life of faith that is like this woman, unafraid, unashamed, and willing to do whatever it takes. Amen.